Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. This is a novel by Mary Ann Schaefer and Annie Burrows. Some of you may know this novel because it was made into a Netflix film, although if you have not read the book and you've only seen the movie, this is one of those things that I highly recommend you read the book because it really is very little like the movie. And I don't mean that bad. Mainly the lead character in the movie is shown to be a very simpering idiot. No offense at all. And in the book, she's a very strong-minded, amazing creature. So if you're going to give it a complete gamut, I would definitely read the book. This is one of my favorite books of all time. It's one of the few fiction books that I just really, really like. I've actually read it like literally three times so far. I'm probably going to read it again this winter. But the reason I like it is it is actually set up in a series of letters. And the community aspect of the letters about this these people that live on the island of Guernsey and how they're dealing with the basically the trauma and the difficulties they went through in World War II when they were um, under German rule because Germany came and invaded the island and took it over. And after World War II, getting back into life as it used to be is difficult. And there's this woman who is the main character, Juliet, in this story. And the thing I really like about this is, number one, the community aspect. To me, I mean, I don't mean it weird, I don't really like books that aren't about a bunch of people getting together to basically make a group and make a positive group. And that's really what this whole story is about. The other thing that I extremely like about this is Julia actually adopts a little girl in this book. And she adopts a little girl as a as a single woman in the 40s, which was very unheard of. And the thing I love about it is, again, Kids are such an awesome thing, and a lot of times they are shown in a non-positive light. And to me, that's more of a reflection of the adults who are writing about them or featuring them than the children themselves. And the thing, Kit is the kid's name in the story. The thing I love about this story is Julia is basically just so excited to have this kid because this kid is absolutely awesome. I mean, really, she is totally, totally cool. And it's not like, oh, I'm taking the child as a, you know, thing I can knock off my do-good list because that's really not it at all. It's because she's sitting there going, Kit is such an amazing asset. I really just want to have her in my life as long as possible. And so Juliet basically adopts her as a single woman in the 40s. She does end up marrying a guy in this book who, again, is one of the, no offense, but least repellent characters in all of fiction I have ever read, which I know does not sound like a compliment, but um, that is a compliment from Anna because a lot of guys in fiction, no offense at all, and also in nonfiction, and, you know, just people in general are not likable, but Dossie in this book is a very likable person, and actually he was helping raise Kit before Julia arrived. So they basically bonded over their similar interests and also over the child they both cared about. And to me, that's a very stable way to start a relationship, because it's not really even about, you know, you and your life so much as about 
helping make the world a better place. And I think that's why I really like this book. I also love at the end the scene where um, Juliet finally decides to go ask Dossie a question. And I don't mean it weird. It's like, you know, a lot of people just skirt around issues their entire life and then don't actually do what they need to do. And Juliet's having a moment for the soul where she's like, you know, darn it, I'm going to find out what's going on here. And, you know, I really appreciate that as a reader because, again, usually women aren't portrayed as doing that kind of thing. But the thing I really appreciate about it is it's kind of like me a few nights ago. I was sitting there going, you know, I really need to get a new microphone and I really need to get, you know, an 4K camera, because it's going to make my life a lot better for the audio and video productions I do. And, you know, I've been kind of thinking about this for quite a while, and then, you know, these dark moments of the soul come at, like, around 11.52 in the night, and I just hit the buy button, because I'm finally just fed up with it to the point where I'm like, I'm going to do something. And, you know, every single time that I've finally made a decision like that, I have never once regretted it. I mean, not once. And, you know, this this book shows one of those decisions where Juliet's finally looking at life and going, you know, I'm going to finally figure out what's going on here. You know, it might cause me trouble in the long run if I find out something that, you know, isn't as I hoped it would be. But I'm going to find out. And that scene is absolutely hilarious because the other person, who happens to be Dossie, also doesn't know... I mean, he doesn't want to make Juliet feel bad, so he's not asking the questions either. And so that whole scene is absolutely hilarious. The other thing I like is Juliet is good friends with a character named Sydney in the book, and Sydney is a really cool person, as well as Sydney's sister. And she basically, he's kind of the brother she didn't have, and I don't mean it, I really relate to that relationship because there's a lot of guy friends I have who they're just kind of there for me kind of like Sydney's there for Juliet I don't mean it weird but they're wonderful to bounce ideas off of and they also have the courage to tell you you know you really should think about doing something else like da 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 Anna and there's some of the few people who I can actually take advice from which I don't mean it weird but I'm going they know me well enough I know they have my best interests at heart and with Juliet and Sydney's relationship in this book that's shown throughout these letters it's the exact same thing the other thing is I love the letters from Sydney to his sister about Juliet because he basically is kind of giving a little I don't know what you call it not symposium but review of her life on the island and also her life with relationships and it is so funny to read. I mean, like, when he comes to the island, he thinks that Dossie and her might someday end up together, but, you know, it's not working out at that moment. And he's like, he writes his sister and says, I have seen the man, and here is my review. And I don't mean it weird, but his style of writing as a character in this book, the characterization of him, is very funny and also very believable. I mean, this entire book, almost every single character in it, I mean, they might be off the wall, but if you grew up in rural areas, you knew people that were a lot like these characters. And I really wish um, Marianne Schaefer passed away before this book was published. So this was her only book that she was able to um, leave us. And Annie Burroughs is a wonderful YA writer. I'm actually reading her book called Nothing Happened right now. But... This book is a treasure. It was extremely popular when it first came out back in 
You know, I'm not sure when it came out. Let me see here. Back in 2008. So, I mean, this is an older book. This is one that is constantly on my shelf. I mean, I've moved quite a lot in a few years, but I will always make sure that I have a copy of this book on my bookcase. I mean, there are just certain things that are non-negotiable, and this happens to be one of them. I mean... No offense, it just really, really does. And so, you know, again, it's one of the few fiction works that I will actually sit down and read that was published in the last hundred years. And I'm not saying that to be bad. I'm just saying I don't really read much fiction, mainly because a lot of it tends to be what I call, no offense, but kind of fluffy. And this one, I really, it's not a fluffy read. It's a little bit difficult um, I read it to Bob when she was a kid, but some people would not do that. Um, again, the only reason I did that is Bob was quite adultish when she was a kid. And so, you know, this was not too difficult to read to Bob. Um, but, you know, most eight-year-olds, it might not be what you'd want to read to them because it is a book about, you know, the difficulties after war. And so it just really kind of depends on your child. I would definitely make sure that all my kids read this before they left the house, you know, and to live their lives. Mainly just because it's a great, it's kind of like if anyone's familiar with the work Spoon River, which I haven't read in entirety, so I'm not a expert on it at all. But it basically is just categorizing everybody's life as an individual and then as a group together through these letters that they write each other. And I really couldn't be happier with the setup. It's it's one of the few letter books I've ever read and, you know, etc. The other thing is there are some gentle nods to Jane Austen in this book. And the other thing I really like is at the last page, um, there is a story about basically, you know, she's writing to Sidney to let him know that he needs to fly over because she's having an unexpected wedding because she and Dossie are going to get married. But, you know, I really like that the end of the book is really about basically how it goes on to another beginning. And I'm actually going to read that part, but it says, Are you surprised? Probably not, but I am. I am in a constant state of surprise these days. Actually, now that I calculate, I have been betrothed only one full day, but it seems like my whole life has come in the last 24 hours. Think of it. We could have gone on forever. This accession with dignity can ruin your life if you let it. I'm, I'm abbreviating here. But anyway, she basically continues on and says, The story is about to begin, and every day will be a new piece of the plot. Perhaps my next book will be a fascinating book about married couple and all the things they learn about one another over time. Are you impressed by the beneficial effect of my engagement on my writing? But anyway, I just really think... It is a hilarious look at life. It also is a way that people in the story, they don't take themselves too seriously. I mean, they might think about things for a while, but then, you know, they laugh at each other. And not like making fun, but, you know, at the idiosyncrasies of one another. And that is what I think is so healthy about it. I really also like Isola in the story and her fight with the chickens and her motorcycle and her parrot. I mean, the whole thing is so kind of Captain Jack Sparrow-ish in a female form. 
it just, it really makes me laugh whenever I read it. But again, I really can't recommend this book highly enough. It really is a treasure. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you definitely should. I believe it's also available on audio, on Audible, so you can get it there with a free try-on. I'm not being paid to promote Audible. I'm just saying you can if you want, etc. But with that is my review of the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society by Mary Ann Schaefer and Annie Burroughs. On and out. Check it at the round table. Bye!